When I was doing my research for self-care, and I talked about that image search that I did, one of the funniest ones that came up, but then ended up garnering so much meaning for me, was one of those alphabet boards with a phrase on it, and it was surrounded by roses. And the message on the board was, don't be a prick. And at first I was cracking up, like, I just did an image search for self-care. What the heck does this picture and that saying have anything to do with it? It didn't take long for me to realize exactly what it was trying to say. And this five-minute Friday gives me the opportunity to elaborate on that for you. Hi, it's Gina Kuhn with Drop the Ball for a special episode of 5 Minutes on Friday. I'm going to come to you every Friday with something tangible and quite simple that you can do to drop the ball in a specific area of your life. The topic each week might be something that you can relate to and can put into action and help out your day-to-day. And if it doesn't, I do hope that you can pass this on to somebody else that it makes you think of or you may feel like it could benefit them. Because after all, we're all in this together and with a little bit of support and a little bit of guidance, we can make this thing work day to day. So if you can give me five minutes, I can hopefully give you some wisdom on how to drop the ball. This week we talked about self-care and the ways to identify it, how to individualize it, and the need to reflect on how these activities are making us feel. Well, I wanted to take the extra few minutes we have this Friday right now to explore a little bit of that reflection because recently my own experiences paired with a couple of conversation I've had with friends have really just sent home the idea that what we think might be self-care can really be counterproductive. In comes the message with the roses. We're all familiar with roses. They're beautiful. This wonderful flower with a great aroma and a long stem comes in many different colors. Every girl wants a bouquet of roses at some point, right? But on the other hand, we all have also experienced the prick of the thorns. They're part of the same plant. This beautiful coveted plant that can be so gorgeous in one moment can be so harmful in the next. Hence the message, don't be a prick. The idea behind this is that everything that's beautiful can have a dangerous side. And I equated this to the analysis of self-care quite immediately as I started digging into the misconceptions and the research because there are so many activities that may provide some relief, some self-care, but can quickly turn on you. The only one I'm going to focus on right now, because I'm sure there are many and you may come up with some on your own, but digital media is the one that I want to speak to. There are so many amazing benefits to having the technology at our fingertips that we have today. There are so many things we can do and we can learn and we can share and offer to other people that we couldn't just a couple of decades ago. But with that comes so much exhaustion, mentally and emotionally, and it's really hard waters to navigate. 
When you're identifying self-care, you may find that there are things on your lists that involve your smartphones or your laptops. Some of us really enjoy taking some time to just scroll through TikTok videos, laugh at some, share some. I know I'm a sucker for a good game. I want to sit down with a game of solitaire or Wordle. And while there's nothing inherently wrong with any of these activities, there's the potential. Because we as humans have free will, we can choose how we're using these platforms. So I know I used to tell myself, when I wake up in the morning, I'm not going to jump right into working because that was a bad habit I always had. I hit the ground running the second I got out of bed, I got right on the laptop and worked. So I tried to shift gears. I reflected on that being an unhealthy behavior. And I said, let me just open up my phone. I'll do Wordle. I'll play a couple of games. Maybe give myself that 10, 15 minutes to just wake up and do something different. Similarly, I have a friend recently explaining how she liked to take some time to disconnect from everything else and play some games online. But what it turned out for me and her like was that we were not setting those boundaries on when to stop. And the problem with it is that dopamine is a neurotransmitter that gets released when we have some sort of reward. When you finish something, check something off a to-do list, you know, even finishing a workout, this is a healthy neurotransmitter, but there is a potential to become addicted to that response. So something as easy as holding a tiny device in your hand, when you don't even have to leave the comfort of your bed, you now face this possibility of letting a quick activity that's meant to meet a need turn into something that is a complete distraction and unhealthy disconnect from everything else. If you know you need to maintain a healthy bedtime so you get the rest that your body needs, that also is self-care, you have to take a look at if that's your before bed activity, are you stopping? What time are you scrolling until? Because if you're now staying up an hour or two later than you anticipated, you're completely sabotaging yourself. And there's a lot of research about the blue light and how it interferes with your sleep cycle. That's a different topic, but that's a whole other reason why we really shouldn't be staring at our phones until we go to sleep anyway. But the point is the same way that we would feel like we need to be in control of how much of the chocolate cake we're eating or how much alcohol we're consuming, even the tiniest activities. We need to stay intentional and aware to remain in control. So if you're feeling a digital addiction, I would recommend that you just completely disconnect. Addictions don't have a history of being mitigated with moderation. You either can have it or you can't. I realize this sounds extreme for talking about playing a game on your phone, but there's nothing that's too extreme when it comes to your own well-being. So maybe start off with trying timers. Put timers on. So if you know you want to play solitaire, but you should only be spending 10 minutes doing so, set the timer. Or scrolling social media and the like. 
If you find that you're breaking your own boundaries and you're disrespecting that limit that you put onto yourself to try to maintain a healthy relationship, then maybe you have to be more extreme. And these apps should be taken off your phone. If you don't have it right on your home screen when you open your phone, you're not going to be able to just easily go into it. And that may restrict your online gameplay or scrolling to being limited to the desktop that you have in a different room that won't be sitting with you in your bed for hours unrestricted. And just like everything else, communicate these experiences and these feelings. Hopefully you're in relationships where these communications will come without judgment. And you can tell your support people, your partner, I still want to participate in this activity, but I don't have the most control over it right now. So if I'm on the desktop playing and you don't see me respect that 10 minute boundary for myself, please come get me, support me in this. And the most extreme way that you may be able to address this, a friend of mine sent me like an editorial from someone writing about a dopamine detox that they did. For 48 hours, she limited herself completely on taking in information from any source. It's that, you know, that external validation when you seek something out and you find it. That's the reward of it. So not only did she not scroll social media, she did not use screens at all. She did not take phone calls, watch TV or Netflix or any of that, or even listen to music or read. I'll tell you, I feel like that is just extremely limiting, but desperate times, as they say. She did set herself a reward for the very end of it, which is kind of ironic because the dopamine is when you get a reward. But for 48 straight hours, think about this. Could you imagine your life with 48 hours straight of not checking your email, checking your notifications? I know just the idea of that makes me really happy. I have a horrible habit of checking my email way too often as if something is going to be in there telling me that I have a million dollars and only five minutes to collect it, right? Like, come on. I don't know why I do it. It's because it's an addiction, actually. I do know. I get this validation out of opening it up and feeling like I'm staying on top of it and know everything that's in there immediately. <sighs> so this 48-hour suggestion of disconnecting from the dopamine is just allowing you to reconnect with everything else. You're not acting out of compulsion. You're not completely distracted in your mind. You're not feeling that FOMO, remember, from seeing what everybody else is doing. And then, of course, the physical benefits of not staring at a screen, whether it's headaches or tired eyes, any of that you won't experience. She also reflected that she got a lot of work done, other things that needed to be tended to. And she also got a lot of relaxation done. So to think that there's a way in only 48 hours to get a ton of work and relaxation accomplished, it just goes to show how much of our time we are using on these external things that don't really enhance our life at all. If you're feeling that you're constantly overwhelmed 
with these distractions, this may be something that you want to try. And I think a weekend is a great time to do it because you can disconnect from work. You can disconnect from other obligations that you normally can't during the work week. The bottom line is that reflection piece again. Really being in control and really achieving self-care out of whatever activity it is, the digital ones included, comes down to us and our choices. When you can truly see the difference between the rose and the thorn, then you can moderate your activities and have truly arrived at self-care. Thanks for checking in with me for five minutes of your Friday. And I hope I gave you something actionable to help you redesign your chaos. We'll never completely eliminate the chaos, but we certainly can work together to make the ride a bit smoother. Don't forget to follow this podcast, subscribe, share it with your friends, and find me on socials because this five minutes on Friday is really for you. And I want to hear from you. I want to know what you can benefit from, something you're struggling with, or a direction that you're looking to take, but you're not quite sure the best way to start. And don't forget to tune in for the next episode of Drop the Ball with Gina Kuhn.